I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, hello, and welcome to Born Offside. It is a very special episode because it's the fourth one of the season, but it's the first time you decide to crawl back to regular life, Kat. I know, I was avoiding responsibility for a little while, Amazing. for a couple of weeks. Mm. I feel like that player that's injured at the start of the season and then they, you know, make their season debut like weeks in and right. they've missed out on a lot. But yeah. Did you get any, like, I mean, you're in Spain. You were probably where a lot of us would rather be. But did you get any FOMO of Born Offside of the couch? Not really. Of course, no. no. I miss I miss hanging out with you guys. No, like, you this don't. is the... Yes, I... <laughs> he asked me the question, doesn't no, like the no, answer. No, I believe it, I believe it, I believe it. I think... I, I'm very blessed to say that I love what I do. Mm. And Mondays, I love Mondays. I'm born offside. I get to spend time with you and Olan. Yeah. And um, the break was nice though. I definitely needed it. I think a lot of us felt a bit of that kind of hangover after the World Cup. Mm. So it was nice to go back to Spain where mm. I used to live, reconnect with friends, practice my Spanish. Ooh, how's it things. going? It's pretty good actually. You, my friends anything were you want to say to the audience in Spanish? Because um, we have a bit of a Spanish-speaking audience. I mean, I can say... Do you want to just give them a message from you? Maybe we'll do it at the end. Oh, we'll do a Spanish on. message at the end. No, 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 no. Okay. We'll do Fair a Spanish message uh, at the end. Um, But no, I had a great time. Like Amazing. it was the best. But I definitely missed being back. Yeah. We're it's, gonna... it's a shame though that we are missing. Well, no one knows where Olin is. and uh, <laughs> He's actually gone missing. He, he was in Bali this weekend. Credit to him. He needed his rest. He know. did. And he was working hard for that Bali photo. Um, he was working hard on his body and he got the photo. Do you know what? The outfit was yeah. top notch. Yeah, it's, you know Mr. Techers. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, anyway, though, he hasn't turned up today. Now, as far as I know, Olan got the red eye flight back. He should be here. Mm. He is in Sydney. I know he's in Sydney. Do we know for sure that I he's in I know he's in Sydney. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure he was flying out last night. Because so, I wouldn't blame him if he thought I'm going to extend a couple of days. Oh, if he's in Bali, fair yeah. play. But if you're in Sydney, you get here and you do the pod. Yeah. Because I came in last week off my 27 hour journey home and you can record with you guys yeah exactly something right. else yes um so there's no excuse there's no excuse i want to give him a call and see if he answers here oh this is hilarious live on the pod because he owes everyone an apology if he does answer he not just us but he owes all you guys an apology mm-hmm. um so let's see he's not gonna answer he's gonna dodge me because he knows i'm gonna try and get him yeah. to come in he thinks he thinks oh shit i know he's awake too he's he asleep? liked something <gasps> I, I sent him something on instagram and he like double tapped it so he's awake what can you believe this guy? I can though. You can, huh? Yeah. What a lazy shit. Olan, this is what you get, mate. I'm just like throwing it out there for everyone to know that you've dogged not only us but the whole audience today. So there you go. No message. The person you're calling has avoided your call. (laughs) I do love him though. Maybe he'll call back during the pod. We'll get him on. Um, No, No, it's it's all love. It's all love. We're going to have a special guest, producer Hamish, because also producer Shabs is in Europe. He's having a beautiful time. He's having a great time. So producer Hamish, which you guys have actually seen on the show before, he's going to pop in a bit later on uh, to talk all things European football. We're going to start with the local stuff Mm. because we keep doing it in reverse order. But now the A-League is not too far away. Uh, We've had some Australia Cup action, Sydney Mm -hmm. FC, 
cruise past Western United, uh, Brisbane beating the Wanderers. But the ones that I really want to talk about was Melbourne Knights. Massive win for them. Mm. Means that we have an MPL team in the semifinal. They scored two late goals to get past Heidelberg. The other one, though, Melbourne City. I don't know if you saw much of this. Melbourne City beat Metro Stars. Mm. Metro Stars, South Australian team. Hardworking team. It was a late winner. Penalty as well. And they carried on a little bit, Kat. So you mm. had Terry Antonis shushing the local MPL audience and giving it these ones when you are the richest club in uh, the league. I mean, give it a rest. Do, do you think this is a little bit offside from yeah, Melbourne absolutely. City? Should they be more humble? Or is football football? No matter who you're playing, you're allowed to be a bit of a grub. I mean, when you look at it like that, yeah, football's football. Yeah, and like you're, you're, that competitive nature is always going to take over in those moments. Yeah. It's actually kind of cool in a sense, to yeah. see that a win at that level against that kind of team to them is enough to do that. Like yeah. they're that hyped about it. They're yeah. that serious about it. Because yeah. you often see people going like, oh, but it's just an Australia Cup game. Or yeah. they were playing an MPL team. The win doesn't mean as much. But yeah. that kind of says suggests that yeah. it was obviously a challenge. Yeah, well, I think it's almost like respect for Metro Stars. Yeah. Like they should take it as a compliment. The yeah. fact that they cared so much, that they were shooting themselves so much that they were going to lose to you. Yeah. And then they scored a, a scrappy pen mm. and then they've celebrated and gone off in front of you and blah, blah, blah. It means they've res they respect yeah. you as a valid opposition. It, it's definitely respect. It is, yeah, I'd take it. Um, but the other thing that happened, and this is a question coming from Joe K Football, on a scale of one to 10, how petty is Melbourne City ghosting Metro Stars after the quarterfinal? So apparently Metro Stars had a meal ready for them after the game and they just got on the bus and left. Oh. They stood them up, Kat. That's... You ever been stood up? No. No, you never you never been like waiting. No, you ever stood thing. someone up? No, no, absolutely not. But I don't know. Absolutely not. That's just appalling behavior. <laughs> my my trick with not being stood up is like if you send that text message the day that you're supposed to meet someone and they don't reply, you don't go. The date's not happening. Right. Like, I think a lot of people who get stood up, it's because they just keep they just decide they're gonna show up and hope that the person also comes. Nah, you can't be doing that. Yeah. You you, you validate on the day, hey, we're still on for tonight. You do those ones, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously they didn't do that. That's that's clearly what Metro Stars had yeah, to they do. Didn't send just that like, text. hey, baby, still on? Like while they're in the other change room, we're still on for dinner <laughs> after the game. X, um, that didn't happen. Melbourne City left, uh, but apparently what happened? They were getting fed on uh, on online, but uh, but not food. Not food. Well, they probably they probably had. I mean, Melbourne City. You think they could afford yeah. a nice cuisine after the game? Apparently, they they released their football director tweeted saying, "We fully intended to stay. However, you should ask some of your senior officials who abuse our players, staff, oh. and insulting our club after the game, and then why you'd expect us to feel welcome? It's disgraceful behaviour. So there's clearly beef here. There's beef, and I love it. Yeah, you love some beef. Well, we all love beef. Hundred percent. Yeah, I'm a beef person. Burger, <laughs> beef. I like a chicken burger. Yeah, see, I can tell. You always sit on the fence. That's why I can tell. But I love it. It means this is what the Australia Cup's about because these mm. are clubs, you know, Melbourne City, with all due respect, I know Victory is their rival, but they play Victory how many times yeah, a year? Yeah, absolutely. You never played Metro Stars. So now you've got a new rivalry, a newfound rivalry. I, the, this is what I love about the Australia Cup. That's you know, brilliant. and we followed, you know, last season mm. so intently. And yeah. obviously I've been away, but now that we're kind of at the nitty gritty end, like yeah. I will be absolutely following it. Yeah. I love the story storylines that come out of it because yeah, cool. you actually do see so much of this tension that didn't yeah. exist yeah. between these clubs before yeah and you'll you'll know metro stars now yeah you know you'll know a team from the mpl of south australia that why would you know if you've never even been to south australia but now you know it's yeah. great it's great for the game um let's keep it local but we're kind of going overseas because kara cooney cross i know has signed for arsenal how good is this she's the third matilda now yeah uh, at that team did you currently. see their tiktok that they released i don't understand that trend I don't know where it came from right i just think it's great it was a cute little dance yeah, yeah. i um she's great on tiktok they're Kyra. To be honest, like quite a few of the Matildas they're, they're have like good. a solid uh, TikTok following and, yeah. and whatever. But 
I'm, I've got to say after the world cup, mm. I think Arsenal is my women's team. Yeah. They, I, I love Steph Catley, mm. massive fan of hers. She's just an absolute legend. She's yeah, she's ice cold. And I love that they've signed Kyra Cooney Cross and it Massive. happened in the final moments. I mm. think they almost potentially missed the deadline, but mm. obviously the medical happens soon enough. We spoke, I mean, uh, I was when we were at Optus, you know, doing mm. the show every day, we spoke a lot about uh, the influence of Ian Wright even being here. Yes. He kept tweeting about her specifically. Yeah, he was he's a big, a big fan. fan. He was a big fan of her and he was like, Arsenal, have a look. And then uh, he's already posted with a Cooney yeah. Cross jersey. I wonder if he had an impact. I think on so. On Arsenal picking her up. I think in endorsement from players like that is so crucial yeah. to get them. It's not to say that she wasn't on the radar, but yeah. they might go, you know what, like there's something in this. Yeah. It's not just about the football at the end of the day. It's yeah. what can she bring to the club? Exactly. She's got this kind of like cult following now from yes. Ian Wright. Yeah. Because yeah. all his fans now like her. Like her as well. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. So she'll be greeted with open arms. Fantastic young and the, player. And the fee was very high as yeah. well for women's football. What was the fee? Uh, 320,000 British pounds. Yeah. Um, I've got, apparently you're going to quiz me on expensive well, signings. What do you think is the most expensive WSL signing or women's football signing? Who or how time? much? How much? Do you know who it was? Yeah. Mm. Was it recent? Relatively, yeah. yeah. Who would have signed recent? Uh, I mean, it would have probably been Chelsea, yeah? Chelsea forked it out? No? City? No. no. Really? Mm. I don't know. Who? What was the player, firstly? It's Kira Walsh. Oh. I, I don't think it's a million pounds. No. No, I would say it's about 600,000. No, it's less. Really? Yeah, this is this is the crazy thing is yeah. you're looking at players like Neymar and whatever, mm. you know, signing for hundreds of millions of dollars mm. or pounds or euros. Yeah. Kira Walsh was the biggest signing in women's football and it was £470,000. Wow, so like Cooney Cross is not far off. Yes, there's only maybe five or six that have actually broken that 300k barrier. A lot of them go for nothing, right? Because they finish mm. their contract and they just walk. Yeah, they um, go mid. interesting one. Not to go mid-contract or something like, like obviously that. Obviously the salaries are still a, a way off the men, but the salaries have increased and like yeah. some players are getting paid quite well. Yeah. The transfer fees haven't though and I wonder if that's mm. got something to do with like worldwide appeal. Probably. Like I think when you sign a $50 million player, yeah. you maybe have in mind the marketing potential of that player and how many jerseys you're going to sell around the yeah, world. Definitely. Like – my theory is that, you know, if Sam Kerr ever decides to change teams, yeah. she'll probably break the transfer fee. Yeah. Because w what comes with that yeah. is a lot more than get, exactly just right. Sam on your team. Because I've always thought like Neymar, I remember like Neymar went for 220 million from Barca to Paris. Yeah. 220 million. And I always thought about this. I thought Neymar's a, like, he's a better player than me. He's significantly <laughs> better than me. I'd say so. Significantly better. Yeah. Objectively, definitely. I, I would a say player. Neymar is 50 times better than me. Okay. Maybe even a hundred. So you're going to say that you're still. But hold worth. on. What I'm saying is, you can't tell me Neymar physically as a footballer. And this is for not just me. I'm not just saying myself. I'm saying everyone listening to this pod. Yeah. Is Neymar 220 times better than me? And even if he was, that means I'm worth a million. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, but it's not. It's the marketing potential. It's crazy. I wouldn't right? sell as many it's jerseys. Absolutely crazy. I don't think. But I would. Yeah. Well, on that, I um obviously having just been in Spain, I mm. wanted to see football while I was there. Yeah. It was the international break, so I didn't see the men play. But mm. then when I wanted to see the Barca women play, yeah. they were protesting. That's right. So there were no games on that weekend because they were protesting the wage. I mean, it's great that they're protesting, but it sucks that you're in town yeah. for one Spanish week. Spanish love a protest Far at the moment. Out. I was like, I mean, come on, guys. So that that that's obviously ongoing, but you were there for the sacking of Rubiales. You were there for the sacking of Jorge Vilda. Yes. What? All like, of it. How well, I was there two days after the final. So yeah. 
I was at the final. Yeah. I saw the Spanish girls walking through. I saw Jenny Hermoso, like yeah. after everything. Yeah. It was kind of crazy because at the time, everyone was really focused on Olga and how she lost her father. Yes, and yeah. obviously the kiss had happened, but mm. it wasn't the headlines. Yeah. But then by the time, you know, 48 hours later when I was in Spain, mm. it was all about Hermoso, it was all about Rubiales and the kiss and everything that was taking place. Yeah. And Every conversation that I had. Okay, so people were really invested. Oh, everybody. I'm talking, was talking like the about average it. Joe's down at your local. I was bar. only Everyone. with like I wasn't with football people. Okay. I was with my friends from back there. They Shit. come from small towns. Yeah. I was having lunch with their families where there's a massive language barrier, but right. the conversations were about Rubiales. So it was national news. It was about everything that was happening. Yeah. And I think the was the common consensus everyone wanted oh, yeah. these guys out? Yeah, 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 okay. absolutely. I think a lot of it, like those who were a little bit more in the know were like, oh, you know, we've had issues for a really long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, the one thing was, you know, the world's looking now. So yeah. it's it's not the issues that were previously an issue of the Spanish Federation, an mm. issue that Spanish players had, mm. had now become world news. Yeah, it's a bad and look for everyone Spain, was man. Watching like them. you think. Yeah. Like, no, you don't want to it's generalize, really bad but you think, you think Italy, Portugal, Spain, France, these like, you know, Southwestern European countries should be, La Liga is meant to be one forward. of the biggest, I mean, it is one of the biggest leagues in the world. Yeah. It, it's globally recognized yeah. and it's. Were you it's, there when, when Greenwood signed for Getafe? Just after. So that, that came up as well. Yeah. Which I just think like. What were people saying about that? Less so because, okay. I mean, the, the women's stuff was taking was over bigger, the yeah, news, yeah. but it was definitely. I just saw a lot of memes about it, honestly, mm, mm. which is the sad reality of yeah. media these days is like everybody just couldn't believe. It, it's the La Liga, it's, it's got this reputation for racism and now it's yeah. like, oh, now sexual harassment and things yeah. like that don't matter as well. Yeah. It doesn't look good. It's scary. I mean, he got abused in his game this weekend. Um, well, He played abused. his first minutes He as came well. in, yeah. It was a big win for them actually. They scored late to win that 1-3-2. Uh, but he came in late and they were chanting, apparently they were chanting, die Greenwood, die. Oh. Um, I think it was a pocket of German fans just saying the Greenwood the. That's what I think it was. <laughs> you know what? I don't actually think they were telling him to. But anyway, that's just me. Who <laughs> knows? But um, it's it is. <laughs> but, uh, producer Hamish liked that one. <laughs> he liked um, that one. But regardless, apparently he's the most sold jersey in Qatar history. You know, so that's I don't so know. crazy. I don't know. Is it, a time will tell what happens there. While I was away, this is really off topic, but I mm -hmm. finally watched the documentary about. Um, Aaron Hernandez, mm -hmm. the, oh, the NFL player yeah, 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 that yeah. murdered all these people. Uh, and the one thing it did make me think about mm. when it comes to like every other sport is like when you've purchased a jersey of a player yeah. that now has a reputation like that. There was this one guy in the documentary who was like, my surname is Hernandez mm. and now I can't even wear a jersey with my own name on it mm. because I feel ashamed. Yeah, And like to see that like the Greenwood jerseys are going crazy in Spain. It's, it's just weird, right? I, it doesn't sit well with me at all. No. Like why would – yeah, yeah. it's just it's kind of a comment on yeah. – Not to to rehash too much of like the whole Rubiales thing because mm. it, it is progressing. But being there at, at that time, you also saw the other side of it, which was the fact that, you know, like the video came out of Jenny and the team kind of laughing about laughing what about had happened it. on the bus. And yeah. it's so typical that people who are pro Rubiales and pro the Spanish Federation we're and everything that. like that, we're using that as proof that – this was some kind of plot to to get rid of them and, and mm. to do whatever they needed to do. But like seeing that side of it too was really frustrating as well. Mm. The good news is no one I was with felt like that. So yeah. I didn't have to like argue with anyone. No. Or, but um, 
yeah, it was a pretty crazy time to be in Spain, to be honest. Insane. Crazy time. It seems like it's it's getting resolved, but like yeah. you said, the protests are going on as well, so there's still a lot going on there. Um, a couple of Aussies bagged some goals. Katrina Gori scored a weldy um, over there in Sweden. Connor Metcalf scored a rocket as well for um, San Pauli. insane. Yeah, good to see how Aussies taking pings me outside the box. And because um, Jackson was off. Yeah, he stuffed his ankle bad. Yeah, so we Mexico. had... It was nice to see him Metcalf jump in and do that. Exactly right. The young Aussie popping up and doing something. Uh, we've got to talk a little bit about Ange Postacoglu. We'll probably talk about him later because I know a lot of our fan questions came in, which we are going to get to a bit later on in the show. Um, he won Manager of the Month in his first month in the Premier League. That's huge. Yeah. What's even bigger than that? He was nominated uh, for the FIFA Best Manager in the World Award. Crazy. Only five managers. This is crazy. I almost um, – I'm so happy. For me, managers <laughs> are more important than players. Oh, no, for I'll sure. get to that a bit later on. But – I'm really happy that he got nominated. I was a bit surprised. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, a bit surprised. What What's surprising? How quickly it's happened? I just like, was is surprised this like a that next he got season thing? Nominated for winning with Celtic. No disrespect on the Scottish Premiership, yeah. but I just thought. Well, he's 50 games unbeaten now. He's got that home yeah. record now across I, all of those. Yeah, it's crazy. Teams, but I think yeah. popularity has had a lot to do with it with Ange. I oh, think he's so popular. Take away his results, like take away all that. Because if you look at like the impact of like a Roberto De Zerbi on Brighton, I know he doesn't have the trophies to go with it. Whereas Ange has Scottish trophies. But like what does Zerbi's done? Arguably, he'd be almost insane. Oh, I mean, uh, producer Mish and I were talking about this before. Mm. I am the biggest fan of Zerbi because he hasn't really had to change much of this Brighton squad. He's a freak, yeah, but he's changed manager. them completely. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. he doesn't have the squad that United and Liverpool yeah. and these guys have on paper. But yeah. like what he's been able to do with them is crazy. It's crazy. If you followed his journey, he's done brilliant everywhere he's been. Like he, mm. his Sassuolo team was so good and was mm. punching way above Sassuolo's weight. Yeah. And they're dropped off massively now. Um, Shakhtar short-lived because of the war. But then now he's at Brighton and he's also punching way above his weight. But he's not at clubs that are even really going to come close to a trophy. Whereas Ange, to all his credit, has picked clubs that can yeah. win trophies as well. That's you know, a like good, that's Yokohama, a good point. he got that trophy. Celtic, he got trophies. Yeah. Now is his real challenge because this is a club that's usually trophy challenged. Yes. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what he does. But it's incredible. It's him, Xavi, Guardiola, Inzaghi and Spalletti. How crazy. Nominated. What a lineup. It's and Ange Postacoglu. To have an Australian there. I, I have to say, I love how he's been treating the media, how he's yeah. been giving so much in press conferences, yeah. like his depth of answers. Mm. I think people love listening to him. Yeah, It's really refreshing. Funny, yeah. I think we haven't seen a character like that in the Premier League for mm. quite some time. Mm. You've either got managers who are just like, you know, saying the same thing all the time mm. or not speaking. Yeah. And now you've got an Ange who's kind of leaving a little anecdote for yeah. you every week. Yeah, and he's, 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 he's funny, man. I think it's great. It's, it's doing incredible things for Australian football. Every country not every country, but most countries have a player that rolls into the Prem at some point. Yeah. You know, you can produce a great player, but to yeah. produce a great manager Different. doesn't happen. Different. I mean, even the English. Yeah. I mean, how many good managers do England produce? Well, you say the best I mean, manager at the moment is what, Eddie Howe? Yeah, but mo yeah, that's the point is most of the Premier League managers who have succeeded yeah. are foreign. Are foreign. Here's a fact for you. I mean, a lot, a lot of people probably know this fact, but there might be some people that don't, don't know if you know this, cap, but an English manager never won the Premier League. I have heard that. Right. Before. The last English manager to win was with Leeds in 92, the year before the Prem. So we're talking 30 years of history now. An English manager hasn't won it. And so to go in there as an Australian, where everyone mm. thinks you just play AFL and, you know, you ride kangaroos to school, it's massive for him to go there and have this impact. Don't give our secrets away. Oh, man, you ever got asked that in Spain? Surely. Of course. Like, yeah. They, they think we have kangaroos in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Spiders and crocodiles and everything. Well, we do have those. Like we do have spiders. Yeah, we do have spiders, yeah. It's yeah. almost spider season as well. Get yeah, ready. I don't want to think about Get ready. it. Um, let's go to some international news. Uh, Saudi Arabia. Here I love talking go. about the Saudis. Yes. They're just 
it's something different. Yeah. You know, whether you agree with it or not, it's just this new zone that we're focusing know, on. I have to say, yeah. and forgive my ignorance, yeah. I did not know that there was a Saudi Women's League. And we're, we're in our second season. This is what we're about to talk about. It's fantastic. If Saudis, think about it, everyone criticizes Saudi, right? Because like, fuck you guys, you're giving guys too much money. You're doing all this shit. Imagine Saudis start to give that money out to female players, the money that they probably should be getting in Europe. They started giving it to them in the Saudi yeah. league. Imagine how the difference in tone. But but the average wage in Saudi is just naturally going to be so much higher than exactly. what they can offer exactly. in Europe. I mean, the, I told you, right? Like the Basu girls didn't play. Yeah. Or the, no one played that weekend because yeah. they were fighting for a minimum wage. Of yeah. How much do you think the minimum wage is to play in La Liga? Or how in much the, it is? The women's league in Spain. Probably about 30,000 euros. Is tw- they, they have now made it 27,000 euros. Right, yeah. So yeah. that's what we're working with here. Yeah. So the and I know, and I can hear, I can already <laughs> hear all the like, oh, but it's women's football, like no nah, one attends. It's on. a different story in Spain. Like people yeah. do attend. Yeah. Especially they do have the revenue. Barca filling up New Camp. Yeah. You can't be filling up New Camp on 27 grand a year. Like granted, it's a farmer's league. What do you mean? Oh, because they dominate everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. If, if Barca weren't Yeah, but in, so is the men's one. It's an absolute <laughs> sh- <laughs> Let's be real, there's two teams that win La it. La Liga is a, is a farmer's league. Nah, I mean, did nah, you nah, see the Barca? We both work it off the sport. Shut up. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Or you can you can have a laugh. It's like the Bundesliga is a farmers league, but it's not. No, but it's get... still amazing football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the Premier League's a farmers league. City gonna win it again. To be honest, they're all farmers leagues. Exactly. But I, I was surprised by the the um, score overnight with Barca Real Betis being like four 0 Five 0 Yeah, crazy. Yeah, crazy. Um, anyway, it's not a farmers league. No, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, we don't talk about that. Uh, Ashley Plumptra, the Plumptra, Plumptra, Plumptra. I don't like when the R comes before the E. I don't know how to yeah. say it. It's kind of like plump tree, but there's only one E at the end. I see it like plumpter. <laughs> That's incorrect. Okay. Well, plump tree. She's amazing though. Like she, she went crazy during the World Cup. She had a really good World Cup and she was really passionate with her posts, Super like with the press conferences yeah. and stuff. Um, anyway, she signed for Al Itihad in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And this has made, you know, global shockwaves, of course, because uh, a lot of people didn't know that the Saudis had a women's league. Um, Al Nasser won it last year. But I've got good news for you. I had a look at the league mm. and I know you were thinking of making a comeback to football. Yeah. And I actually think you could play in the Saudi women's league. I think they'd love my surname. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you suit the vibes. you got that Arabian flair okay. about you. Um, and there's a team here that I reckon would pick you up. So I had a look at the oh, table. Oh, here we go. I had, a, I had a look at the table from last year and uh, Al Nasser won it. Credit to them. You know, Ronaldo's team. It's obviously not them, is it? Al Itihad were mid-table and mm. now they've signed Ashley Plumtrust. So let's see how that goes. Yeah, um, cool, cool, cool. Bottom of the league is eight-team competition. Mm-hmm. Al Bayrak. Right, Al Bayrak. They only played fourteen games in the season. You play everyone twice. That's it. Excellent. Fourteen matches. They finished with zero points. They scored one goal. They conceded one hundred and seventy-three goals. Cat. They have a goal difference of minus one hundred and seventy-two in fourteen games. I'm no mathematician. One hundred and seventy-three. I'm going to use my calculator divided by fourteen. They average twelve point three goals a game conceded. That's I crazy. think you can go sign for them. I think they need me. I think you can go play for I them. I think they need me. And and although like some may interpret what you're saying as really rude. Why? That I'm – because that's fucking hopeless. It's I not still like you think, play for fucking Sydney FC, Cat. Okay. No, I'm just saying. But also <laughs> – but also I – that's the thing. Okay, hypothetical. Would you rather play yeah. for like a Sydney FC and like make, you know – 
minimum wage right. or play for a team like that that's conceding 12 goals a game and make a shit ton of money. I'll probably make a shit ton of money. Yeah. But I'd hope that my I, I can try and make a change. Like any impact. <laughs> can you Kat, make a you're, change? Kat, you're a number nine. Yeah. They scored one goal last Yeah, season. I could if score more If you rocked up and one scored one, one, you're equaling yeah, last yeah, year's yeah. team record. Yeah. I'm you getting I mean? a trophy on trophy night. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah. getting MVP for one goal. You know what? Let's make it happen. There you go. There you go. Next thing you know, Kat Haddad will sign for Al Barak yeah. in Saudi Pro League. Let's make it happen. Anna um, El Barak. Yeah. <laughs> you know that video that Steven Gerrard did? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, uh, <laughs> that was the worst. Stevie Anna G. Steven Gerrard. Yeah. Anna El Atifati. I don't even remember what he said. It was so I saw funny. The memes on that. Oh, oh, God. oh man, the memes were, were brilliant. Anyway, I'll make my own version of that. Sticking in Spain, because you were just there, um, there was a story that came out about Sevilla. So Sevilla played this morning, mm. yesterday, depending when you're listening to the pod. Um, they beat, they finally had their first win. Ramos started, Sergio Ramos, which is amazing. I just you're a big take, Sergio Ramos fan. I, I wasn't growing up, right. like, because of the whole Real Madrid, of, Barca oh, yeah, thing. Barca, yeah. And he always just like. I love him, he's great. Do you know what though? I've not only is he just beautiful to look at. Yeah, yeah. It's unnecessary. I didn't need to say it, but I did. Mm. Yeah, it's fine. I can't he... say it, but you can apparently. It's fine. <laughs> no, carry on. <laughs> Tell Olan that one. Me and Olan can't say someone's beautiful, but you can. That's cool. I, I yep. Like I've gained a lot of respect for him as a player with yeah. this decision that he's made. Yeah. Um, like it's just it's refreshing. Like we don't we haven't seen mm. enough of that happening in the in any league. To be honest, yeah. I know we were just talking about Saudi and players moving over there, but like there is a part of it that like still is a little bit sad to me. Mm. Like I do miss the presence of these players, especially the ones that are moving over like way too young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I just needed to say it yeah. because it happened while I was over there. But I'm I'm so glad That's crazy. that Ramos yeah, he accepted signed. one million um, instead of twenty if he would have gone to Saudi. But then look at the way he's been received. Like look at mm. the applause that he gets when he walks in the stadium. Like to me, that would be priceless well, to appa- feel like that when some you're there. Sevilla fans were not happy with the signing. Yeah, but that's always going to be because the he way. left Sevilla young to go to Real Madrid. Yeah. Um, but it's Real Madrid and they come knocking. But apparently they they never forgave him for that. A couple times he scored against Sevilla, he celebrated. I'm just yeah, playing devil's yeah, advocate. But they can just like, what? They can get over it. Okay. Well, they're going to get over it if he keeps keeping clean sheets because he did. <laughs> that's not that's not right why I bring this game up. So uh, 15 Las Palmas players missed the plane to go to Sevilla. <laughs> so they had to go to Sevilla to play this match. What were they 15 doing? 15 players and two physios missed the plane because they went to get a coffee and they got lost on the way back in the airport. And the plane took off without them. This is La Liga footballers. Again, footballers, they get a bad rap, Kat. Yeah. Stories like this don't help. You know, <laughs> they got lost. They got lost. But the coffee's important. Oh, like I get that. You know, the coffee before that, the flight. But it's, um... Yeah, that ever happened to you? You ever missed a flight? No. no. I mean, I've run for flights. You've run for flights, yeah. I had a, I had a sh- I've slept through a flight once though. Like I never got there at all. Oh, really? Yeah. That was pretty bad, Shit. actually. Yeah. That's why I have like... Um, like whenever I have a flight in a mo- in the morning, I, I just cannot sleep because of that one. Because of that one time you had that, yeah. yeah. Have you? Yeah, missed the flight. Nah, I've been called over the thing. I was in the toilet, like, oh shit, <laughs> that was once. Yeah, and another time they said, oh, the flight's delayed, so I went to have a wine, um, and then they changed their mind and they fixed the plane, and, and <laughs> no they're longer. getting angry at me. Like, anyway, what do you expect? So I, I actually feel for these guys because yeah, it happens. I do too, especially if you're like needing that coffee. It's like early yeah. morning. Sure, you can find them though. Like you're missing 15 what Las Palmas was players. It? Do we know? Was it the leaving them to go to Sevilla? So there, where? So the airport that they're at all the time. That's what I mean. <laughs> That's so bad. It's not like they're in. <laughs> yeah, they're not, not like in like, like, Sevilla going back. They're not in some no-name airport no, they've never been home, to before. They're in their home airport. Nah, no, there's no excuse for that. Like no. 
Yeah. Anyway. No way. But uh, they That's got there hilarious. and lost, so it was clearly worth it. Um, another man who's who's now former La Liga, I guess, tore that, did everything he could do in that league. Now he's in the MLS, Lionel Messi. Crazy mm-hmm. what's happening over there. Didn't play their most recent game. They lost to Atlanta. Cool team. Atlanta. Probably the coolest stadium in the league for a lot of people. But there's something about that stadium that isn't cool, and I'm going to get to that in a second. But before yeah. I get to that, Messi, a lot of people have been buying tickets to see this guy. Uh, he didn't play, right? Now, people knew he wasn't going to play because the day before the game, he posted a story of a pizza that he was eating and he bought from a local pizzeria. I saw the pizza, Cords. I've got a photo of the pizza. It's like a Spanish, um, like like that's like everything that's on a table, like nibbles mm. before a meal, but like that's not a meal. It's tapas. Yeah. Just giant. It's like the olives, the onions, the tomatoes, but like everything on a pizza is very confusing. It's strange. It's kind of like he's he's just basically he's done a margarita, but instead of tomato sauce, he's using tomato slices, and then he's gotten rid of the cheese, but he's added olives, yeah, and a couple rings of onions. You onion. know what? It looks a lot like like Lebanese manouche. Like that's what we put on top there of. You, there you go. Messi likes manouche. It's it's all it's missing is the zatar layer. Like it's zatar. Got zatar. 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 <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Sounds like Jafar is the bad guy in Aladdin, not Zatar. But um, he clearly, that's what he wanted. He just wanted a Lebo pizza, man. Everyone's like complaining about his pizza. He's just, he just misses the manouche in Paris. Yeah. That's and so fair. Anyway, he loved it. Yeah. He, he seemed to love it. And that's when people knew he wasn't going to play. So what happened was Atlanta beat him and then... Wait, beat- sorry. The pizza signified that he wasn't playing. Well, he wasn't traveling with the team because he was gotcha. busy having pizza somewhere. Sorry, that's sorry, when sorry. they knew he wasn't traveling. Yeah. But Atlanta, when they beat them, 5-2, I think the final score was, they they said something about, you can have your pizza and go back to Miami or something like that. Like they'll gene him up about his pizza and they reposted it. Now, there's the conspiracy theories as to why he didn't play. Okay. He was ruled out with fatigue. But this was the first game he was set to play on a synthetic pitch. Doesn't like the synthetic. Apparently, he doesn't like the synthetic for, Don't his, blame him. for his body. In Atlanta too. Atlanta's Imagine pitch is how synthetic. hot it would get. So this is my thing: onside or offside, Lionel Messi choosing what surface he wants to play on. I mean, at this point, no like, other player gets to choose. What is this? What Should is this? Lionel Messi be allowed to choose what type of grass he plays on? Where do we draw the line with Messi, though? I, I feel like this man's been dictating his <laughs> career for a while now. So you think it's fine? He can just if it's synthetic. I'm going to sit this one out. I just don't think it's I don't think it's okay. I just think he can. Right. Do you know what I mean? He's just at that level. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, who's going to argue with him? Well, I mean, this doesn't come out. So when he signed, they asked him, they said, you know, are you okay? You're going to be playing on synthetic pitches. And he said, I grew up playing on synthetic pitches. I'll adapt again. But of course he said that in the media. Um, so far, 11 games he's played, they've all been on grass. This was the first one. He's got a few more to go. I think there's six teams okay. in the MLS that play on synthetic. Well, the, the real test will be the next time they we'll face see. synthetic. Yeah, if he's injured again. And if again. he's eating pizza again. Yeah, yeah. Then you know, you know that's there. the issue. And I don't blame him. But- me neither. You 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 are not a fan of the old. Anyone synthetic. that plays in the MPL yeah. anywhere will know that it's all synthetic and yeah. it's garbage for your body. Yeah, it's so shit. It's um, so hot, like the the soles of your feet as well. That like, too, it yeah, feels you, disgusting. Yeah, if you're playing in the middle of an Aussie summer, yeah, hundred percent, it's bad. Um, but even just it's just you, you, it doesn't give. It's bad for the joints. It sucks. Completely unrelated, but Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers made news. New York Jets quarterback yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. First week of the NFL, he did his Achilles on synthetic. Oh. Um. Jackson Irvine, of course, did his ankle badly on the synthetic pitch that Australia played okay. on against Mexico. Um, so it's been a lot of calls for people saying that at the highest level, you shouldn't be playing on plastic I grass. I agree with that. There's so much money in the game. You should be able to keep a good grass pitch. I completely agree with that. And I agree and with that And also somewhere like Atlanta where there's like, I mean, I don't know everything about Atlanta, but I know that more or less it's a decent climate. Like mm. it's, it's warmer than it is cold. Yeah. You've you been should... really a weather lady on this one. Yeah, really? really? Have the, I? The heat is really your problem with the synthetic pitch. 
No, I, I'm talking about like maintaining. Uh, oh, maintaining the grass. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't made my point yet. Is there rainfall in Atlanta? I would say so. Okay. But yeah. All right. Cool. I would say there's enough to grow some grass. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, yeah. I don't know why they don't. We've got to find. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Alrighty, picking back up, we got uh, producer yeah. Mish. Yeah, hello. Has jumped hello. in on the couch. Now, why do we bring producer Mish in? Uh, ball knowledge. <laughs> So <laughs> you do actually have really good ball knowledge. Yeah, M- Mish has got great ball knowledge. Uh, he just just stays up all night watching footy. Yeah. He's a Newcastle fan. He's also yeah. an, an, an official licensed referee. Yes, which is why I'm excited to have you on. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and also a, a we can't call it FIFA anymore, but yeah. you are a oh, yes. EA Sports FC Streamer. content creator. Yeah, creator. yeah. I got a TikTok page. Got Check big, it out. Big TikTok. Got a page solid well. following as well. Yeah. 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 So whenever, whenever they come up, I have no idea. No. What's yeah. You don't understand on. what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Not really. No. No, because yeah. you you you're in like a niche part of the game 100%. as well. Yeah. See, yeah. I know that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pro clubs. It's yes, a part exactly. of the game. We'll talk more about that. Yeah. The game's gonna come out soon. Yeah. Can I ask you a question about the refereeing? Yeah. How long does it take you to complete a certificate? Oh, uh, so just for context, Sunday League ref. I'm not like a. Uh, yeah, but it's the. You Everyone have to do had a three to do hour that, right? training course on Zoom, and then it's uh, a practical session. Cool. And then after a few things, you can move up to like different ones. You have to do different sessions for okay. it, stuff like that. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it's a schmuzzle. Yeah. Uh, get, get you know, get more focus on the referees. I say, I want to yeah. see referees with Instagram 100%. pages. You know, 100%. I mean, it's just you're always seeing the officials making headlines. You yeah. know, in every sport, such mm. a. It's just a, a position that gets everybody talking. Yeah. So it's like everyone loves to hate. Good, him. like you got Howard Webb has that show now, and Michael Owen. Where yeah, they go through the things. Just little things like that makes it more. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Do you find that? So I'm so sorry. I'm just no, hijacking this completely. No, you just talk about refs. It's good. I find it fascinating. Just mm. one last question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you find that you empathize with the ref more than the average 100%. person? Yeah. You just like read Twitter, and it's just like yeah, the refs are moron for this. It's like, well, he's a human, like. Like you, as long as you can justify the decisions, like yeah, you can understand the thought process. Yeah, exactly. If you know the laws and you thought like the thought process behind it. Yeah, um, we we've already spoken about Ange, but now we're going to go through some fan questions. Um, yeah. Aesthetic football, not a question. Just pointing out, big Ange is him. Mm. How far can he go? Is he a serious contender? Yeah, I'd, everyone's talking title now. Like um, it top seems four, a bit too fast. Yeah, to top that. four. I think if Tottenham do top four, they're Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, especially the competition there at the moment. Yeah, big success yeah. if that's the case. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to talk to you about sh- that Sheffield United game because uh, the manager came out uh, blaming the referees, yeah. saying they were appalling. So apparently, you know, the Sheffield time-wasting mm. um, on goal kicks, well, it was misunderstood. The referee uh, wasn't happy. With, basically what they were doing, Kat, they were setting up to play short, taking their time, couldn't play short because Tottenham was stepping up. Mm. So then they changed their mind, would wait for their players to get forward and then kick it long. The referee apparently at half time had a word with him in the tunnel. This is what happened, Amish, right? And he said, yeah, uh, the, just kick it long next no, time. No, the Sheffield coach went, <laughs> yeah, went he up. He said that. Yeah. Yeah, the Sheffield coach went up to the ref and said, look, this is why we're going short. This is why we're taking longer on goal kicks is because we're trying to play. He actually showed him a video uh, according to his press conference. And yeah, the ref just told him, yeah, just kick it long. Just <laughs> kick it long next time. <laughs> so the referee was giving him instructions on how to play football. <laughs> That's cold. Surely offside. Yeah. 
Can't be doing that. Um, we got next one from Brendan Grimmer. Is the City Pool era back? Are you buying Liverpool hype? Are they the main contenders for Manchester City? Yeah, honestly, watching them, um, pretty impressive. That front six, man, is really mm. good. It's really nice. They really just good. bought themselves back yeah. into it. We are making midfield. it hard for ourselves, though. Yeah. Like, it, no game has felt easy. Yeah. They're struggling with their first half performances, yeah. right? But, look, it's great to see a depth of squad where you can make a couple of substitutions yeah. and win the game. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day... It's in the words of Tony Gustafsson, who said mm. this a thousand times during the World Cup. Mm. Like the, the squad you finish with is just as important as the squad you start with. Yeah. But it's still frustrating to kind of see that there's still a few dots that aren't connecting, you mm. know, in those earlier earlier minutes. But, yeah, like I'm happy. Mm. It, is, it is a good time to be a Liverpool fan still, I guess – not a long way to go, but I think a long way to go if anyone is going to be even slightly competing mm. over 38 weeks with Manchester City. Jordan Knight, who where are Chelsea and United going wrong? Um, mm. Look, for Chelsea, we were talking about this yeah, yeah, we before. Were. I think Chelsea are just missing that final product. They actually don't play bad. Yeah. They're not They're not a bad side. But it's just the finishing. It, it's the finishing and it's the step before the finishing. It we'll is, say, yeah. Um, too many Wright. young players, too much rush of blood in the final part. Right. Yeah. Like vibe. Yeah. yeah. It, it goes to show how important that experience is. Is That's right, like having those players mm. that have kind of been there, done that, yeah, yeah, yeah. mixing that with the fresh talent. Yeah. It's like that's how you find that perfect. And I think that's yeah. why Sterling looks their best player because, like, yeah. he has been, so there, done that. been there, done that. Yeah, yeah, you know, his final ball is great. I think, um, I was, I was watching Alan Shearer and Ian Wright talk about it, and they were saying that the problem's not the finishing, the problem's like the ball that leads to the ball that mm. crosses, you know, yeah. it's that, it's that, th- that mm. through ball, and it's basically what De Bruyne, Rodri, what kind of Bernardo Silva, what these guys do time and time again for City when a team is sat back and they need that first pass to unlock, Chelsea don't have at the moment. Mm. Yeah. And that just comes with experience. So, But look, focus on Brighton. The team was worth 18 million and they completely bossed <sighs> we were having Manchester United. Yeah. yeah, like we'll see people like Man United fans on Twitter complaining about, oh, there's no identity in the club. and It's like, bro, Brighton are playing like Tarek Lamptey left back. Yeah. All these random ass players out of position. And yeah. Dominating team. Yeah. yeah. He's making like, them world class players. Yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, you can spend eighty mil on your Casemiro's, but yeah, the hood for free. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. It's amazing what they've done. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the scouting and the, the impact of this manager. It goes to show you because we I mean, you look at the manager turnover that we saw last season. Mm. Mm. To be able to do what Deserby has done with this squad, making yeah. very few changes, very few like kind of high end changes, right? Yeah, nothing. He just understands the players, yeah. understands the game, mm. is able to unlock them, yeah. get them working with each other in a way yeah. that other managers couldn't. But I was having this conversation today. It's an incredibly well-run club. Mm. And yeah. it's a club that is, is easily the best-run club in the UK and potentially yeah, wow. the best-run club in Europe at the moment, the way they're running it from the top down. So from a, from a managerial perspective, yes. Yeah. Yes. the way that that and kind that's of why they're down to the foundation. Yeah. I turned on the Chelsea game. I totally forgot that they bought Robert Sanchez. Like, yeah. And the amount of money Brighton got for their second choice goalkeeper. Exactly. It's exactly. Like, yeah. But even letting McAllister, letting Caicedo, you, you're letting like two really, you'd think key components of your midfield go to big clubs for yeah. massive amounts of money. And you just brought in new players and it just ticks. If anything, it looks better. Mm. Yeah. It kind of looks better without yeah. him. Mm. It's like he knew this great. whole time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's amazing. Crazy. It's amazing. And I dare say we – fuck it. I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> like th- what Deserby's doing with this Brighton team is up there with Leicester City. The only problem is there was no there was no Pep City mm, when yeah. Leicester City went on that run. Mm. Because this Leicester won, I believe – I don't know. I'm test- I believe they won it with 81 points. Mm. Sounds yeah, right. it was like one of the right. lowest – and I think Brighton would be capable of 81 points. Oh, yeah. It's just that City will get in high 90s. 
and yeah. you can't win a Premier League with yeah. 81 points when Pep Yeah, something has to go really awry with City yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I put in that City pool question, uh, I had a look at the table. Mm. Yeah, like you, obviously Man City's up there and I was looking at Liverpool are up there, but then Brighton are... Yeah, they're on equal points, right? Yeah, Yeah. points. They're there. I I think they're capable of an eighty-point season. You know, they don't have to think about Champions. Like your boys, Newcastle, now have a lot to think about. I don't think they're capable of that this year. But I think Brighton are. That's the only thing Europa League when that comes in, whether or not they can. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But what's amazing, and I take nothing away from Leicester. That's the best story of the Premier League ever. But so good. But you know, Leicester did it playing their football as well. Mm. Brighton are doing it playing such attractive Mm. football. It would Mm. be incredible if Dzerbi was to win the Premier League. It would. It would eclipse Leicester City. Yeah. You Even know? what he's doing now is almost like you'd argue. It's amazing. Yeah, it it would be it. a refreshing change. Yeah, it'd after be like. But even just even just a era. top four, you know, yeah. if they if they make the Champions League, yeah. this is huge. Yeah, hundred percent. We're we're watching something yeah. incredible unfold. So I hope they keep going. Um, a quick quick uh, nod to the rest of Europe. Milan got absolutely hammered in the derby. So- Five one to Inter. That's not on over there. If you know those no people, way. yeah, that's They're good. Angry. Good for as a Newcastle fan because we got them on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, you, oh. Well, they might bounce back. You never know how that's gonna. You yeah. just think it'll Maybe they were saving them. their energy for that game. Yeah, yeah. well. And Tonali. Yeah. T- uh, well, apparently they didn't rest any key players. So mm. we've got all the, you know, main, we rested like three or four key players. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. Looks good for us. There you though. go. Looks good for Newcastle. Um, just don't, Tonali eating at the wrong places. You were saying he got stitched up by his teammates. He got yeah. sent to like a shit food chain. Sent like, to Weatherspoons. Weatherspoons? Yeah, oh, it's like Weatherspoons yeah. is like a chain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like the Chavy place. Like yeah. you don't really, you know, eat there if you're a Chav. Uh, but some do, some uh, the guy working there took a photo and there was a reservation sign that said Tenali. He's like, surely not. Surely Tenali's not coming <laughs> no to Weatherspoons. You know, like three hundred k a week. You don't see that name often at a Weatherspoons. No, you don't. But uh, sure enough, like next photo was him with Tenali. Like, hey. I wonder if you enjoyed it. Yeah, well, that's it. Well, the, the whole joke. What's was, on the menu there? It's just like your classic British pub food. Okay. Yeah, like you roast. What it's would like not bad food. Order? It's just like well, I don't know. What? Yeah, I don't what know. Do you reckon he'd order? Yeah. I'm sure he was. But the polite. joke was like, who sent him there? And because, like, you know, it's a very like British unless thing he to go. googled like places to eat near me, and it's just come up. Well, there's been good rating, yeah. yeah, you know, all the yeah. locals rating. There's it. a few around. It must be good. Yeah. He'd be one of his teammates for sure. Um, Pacino wrote in thoughts on Milan fans booing Donnarumma while he's playing for the national team. Um, so Milan, yeah. of course, are in the horrors because their own team got hammered. But uh, Italy played recently yeah. the, the World, uh, Euro qualifiers. He gets booed because he left when he puts an Italian jersey on, onside or offside. People just. Uh, Need to separate club and country when it's the country playing. Do you think? Uh, I get why they do it. If yeah. a Newcastle player went to Sunderland, then he's playing for England. Would you? Would you boo him? I don't know. I think, well, Pickford is a good example, right? right? Like England's number one goalkeeper. Mm. If Newcastle fans booed him, yeah, I feel like you got to get around the play. Actually, no, I no, I feel like you got to get around the players. When it's your country, thing. you got to let yeah, it go. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, like yeah, like Pickford, I actually enjoy watching when he mm. plays for England. Mm. Um, and then so you yeah. just boo him when he plays for his club. Yeah, exactly. You know, if PSG, I, you know what it is. If he played in, uh, well, PSG Serie are about to play Milan now in the Champions because they're in the yeah, same group. Would, yeah. There you go. So that's where you boo him. Yeah. Well, I think I feel like because he's not in the Serie A, they don't mm. get a chance to boo him. Yeah. You know, like he doesn't yeah. come True. to the away game. Or yeah. The, you know, and they because yeah. they, w- they would be booing him at a club level. Hundred well. percent. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. not exclusive to that. No. Yeah. No. Um, before we finish up, some other quick stories. Roma smacked Empoli for seven. Finally, Jose Mourinho's team's clicking. Lukaku mm. scored in that game as well, which is great for him. Um, there's one thing I quickly wanted to get your opinion on. Bit of an onside offside because it happened in Italy. Frosinone, right? They're new to the Serie A. They're doing actually quite well. Um, they beat Sassuolo, and their goalkeeper made some huge saves. Like, have a look at some of the saves he made in stoppage ah, time. Yeah, Crazy yeah. saves. He's on loan, He's on loan mm-hmm. from, from Sassuolo. Yeah, right. Okay, and did it against his club because in Italy you're allowed to play. Um, same thing happened in Germany. Heidenheim got their first ever Bundesliga win. The man who scored two goals against Werder is on loan from Werder. 
So this is happening in another league. But in the Premier League, this can't happen. Yeah, mm -hmm. so the Premier play. League has a special rule that if you are out on loan, you can't play against your parent club. Onside or offside, players playing for another team, scoring against a club that actually owns you. Yeah, it's offside for me. Like, really? Yeah. I, like, Coutinho is the best. Coutinho he did buying, in the Champions League, destroying right? Barcelona. Yeah. That's a great example. Yeah. It is offside. But at the same time, there's a lot of those, like, uh, deals now where clubs are loaning players with the option to buy it. So, like, uh, Hall, who's on loan from Chelsea. Mm. Mm. We're only loaning him for financial fair play reasons. Right. Not, you know? Right. Uh, he's technically our player. He'll be our player at the end of the season, but he can't play against you guys. Right. Uh, he's it's got a no loan on technicality. Exactly. He's okay. got no intention of going back to Chelsea. Like, right. That's just a stopgap. That's so play, like in those examples, you'd go, yeah, he could play, score, take mm. a shirt off, mm. uh, run around. Mm. But yeah, there's something about that. that I like it. I yeah. think they should be able to play. Yeah. I, I look, I'm classic me on the fence. I can see both sides. Mm. Because on one end, like, you don't know if you're going to ever return back to that club. Like, yeah. I know we see it's, it's a contractual thing, but, yeah. like, you often see these kind of, like, on loan situations and they might go back, but they never make the starting team. Like, yeah. why not make the most of every game that you play? And yeah. if that means that you're playing against the team that you are technically yeah. a part of, yeah. they're not the ones that are playing you. Yeah. Could you imagine as a keeper, you, you know, it's hard, like, there's one position as a keeper. You, you miss two games a season, yeah. like, yeah. against the team who... You could be from. out of the squad. You could be out of the squad. You mm. know, if that other keeper comes in, has a good mm. couple of games, you know. Mm. Yeah. So I get it, yeah. Yeah, it's I get a, it. Well, Dinchy, this is the thing, you can do it respectfully, right? Yeah. So so Dinchy, um, who was the player that scored two goals for Heidenheim against Werder uh, this morning, mm. he, in both his goals, didn't celebrate, put his hand up, apologised. Like, no one at Werder is yeah. going to yeah, hate him true, because true. he's a good player. If anything, they'll be excited to call him back. I rate that. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. I think they should be allowed to play. I think he's just, he's gone about that the right yeah, way. Yeah, it adds a bit of spice. It's good. Not like Chalanoglu, who, I mean, he's not on loan, but just no, scored but against you, Milan and went mental yeah. when he he's scored great, his goal. Bro. He's such Goes a dog, Goes up, bro. pushing the crowd. <laughs> That's and stuff. such a dog move. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I want to see it happen. I, lo I love that extra little spice. Yeah, um, fair, fair. Unfortunately, we have to wrap up. We do. We are at the very end. But before we wrap up, mm -hmm. I've got a question from Aesthetic Football and we spoke a little bit about it on the pod. I'm going to get your opinion, Kat, next week because we're going to wrap up that Champions League. Yes. But while you're here, producer Ooh. Mish, quick one, who's winning the Champions League? I wouldn't pass. Wouldn't put it past City doing it again. It's a boring <laughs> answer. It's a boring That's answer. Shit. But honestly, I wouldn't put it past them. Or even Madrid, like, yeah. could, you know, they're, yeah. they're a cup team. Jude? Yeah. Jude, yeah. Okay. Um, My second question for you. Dark Horse. PSG, Milan, Newcastle, Dortmund, who gets out of the group? I don't think PSG will. Oh, come on. Really? With yeah. Kylian Mbappe, he's not getting out of the group. Listen, Dan Byrne masterclass <laughs> on PSG. No, honestly. <laughs> a Dan Byrne masterclass. So who gets out? You and... I would take third because then we could go on a Europa League run. Right. Because you know those teams who make the round of 16 get knocked out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you're out of everything. You'd rather Europa. You'd rather finish third, do Europa. So I'd okay. rather do that than like go round of 16 and get knocked out. But honestly, Milan... Yeah, Milan, PSG... Oh, I haven't really even seen much of Dortmund this season. Struggling. They're struggling. Look, for me, I'm just enjoying it because it's four of the best teams and like... I wanted you to tell me Newcastle was topping that group. Just say Newcastle are topping I wanted you to back Honestly, that. Honestly, I think we go... It's it's about a home form. I reckon if we get three wins at home and mm. then like a draw at like, you know, San Siro, I think we'll be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> the but fact it's all that, about the home form. The fact that Newcastle are going to the San Siro uh -huh, again dude. is fantastic. But dad's in England. I said, go, go to Milan. Yeah. yeah get a flight. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I, I love know, bro, this era of this Newcastle fan. football that we're in. Yeah, oh, it's it is fantastic to see. It's great. Can't wait for yeah. Champions League to be back. It's just something extra special when the champions yeah. are on. Um, buzzing for it, guys. Thanks so much for joining us here on Born Offside. If you do follow Olan on anything, please message him and rip into him for not turning up for the show today. Stop he will with be me back. as a result. Yeah, he will be back. Oh, my producer, Mr. 
jumped in yeah. and did a fantastic job. Thanks so much, Kat. Good to have you back as well. Nice to be back. Good to have Love you back. Love this place. Make sure you're following the pod. Subscribe to us. Flick us a five-star rating if you're having a good time. We'll see you next week. Ciao. Bye, guys. 